El Chuqueño presents Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace Featuring Fernie G Banami And my name is Rich Wright Hey, uh Hey, y'all, welcome to, uh, El Chiqueño Presents Almost. Hey, Yolanda, Yolanda, could I, could I get you to turn down the jukebox a little bit? We're, we're trying to be in show business here. Yeah, Thank can you, you Yolanda. tell? Thank you, Yolanda. I don't know. I think, Serious business. I think, uh, they don't believe any of us, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, they shouldn't. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, so welcome here today to, uh, El Chiqueño Presents Almost Live. I'm here with Ben Ami. Um, my name is Rich Wright. Uh, Fernie G is absent today. I think his mom grounded him because of something he said last episode. And uh, I don't blame her. I would have grounded him myself. Uh, we're here today. You know, last episode we talked about the Airbnbs. And I think the real reason the city is going after those Airbnbs is uh, revenue because they want to make more money. I uh, did some uh, research after the last episode, and I found out that El Paso has the highest hotel occupancy rate in Texas, and one of the highest in the nation. And so uh, it's not like uh, the Airbnbs are hurting the hotel business, you know. I think the city's just looking at revenue. So uh, mm -hmm. one of the ways the city could... Uh, Increase revenue is uh, all these crazy tax deals they're given to developers by getting rid of them or curtailing them or something, you know? Like, like what kind? Well, uh, first of all, there's a bunch of just straight-up tax incentives where, uh, like, for instance, uh, Hunt. Mm -hmm. uh, West Star Bank at Hunt Tower, they right. got a... $10 million in uh, tax incentives, which uh, means they're not going to have to pay any property taxes on that building for 10 years, you know? Mm -hmm. Pretty sweet, right? Pretty sweet deal. Can I, can I get some of that? But it doesn't, you no. know, for the rest, <laughs> right, for the rest of uh, the community, that, I mean, I think that's an egregious tax deal and everything, but... That doesn't really make a difference because uh, the Hunt uh, West Star Bank, West Star Tower at Hunt Plaza is in Tiers 5. Tiers 5? Tiers 5. Tiers, What's a Tiers? Tiers stands for uh, Tax Increment Reinvestment Zone. And if you have a Tiers, the... Uh, the zone gets to keep any increase in property taxes that accrues to properties in the zone. For instance, say I had a, a property that was worth uh, $100, right? And mm -hmm. it was in a tiers. And uh, all of a sudden, something crazy happened. They found gold or something. And the value of my property went up to $200, right? Mm-hmm. The city would not receive 
any more taxes from that extra $100, that would all accrue to the tax increment reinvestment zone, Mm -hmm. which is controlled by a bunch of managers. Lots of times for the city tiers, it's uh, city council is the managers. And they get to decide how to spend that money within the zone. You know, it might be sidewalks. It might be... uh, what they call wayfinding, it might mm-hmm. be signs, it could be, you know, public water fountain, you know. Well, in your hypothetical, is that property uh, blighted in any way, or, well, the, or is that just bare land? According to according to uh, the comptroller, it's supposed to be blighted. I have here, let me show you what I got here. The Texas Tax Code, section um, 311.005, defines the criteria for tiers for reinvestment zones. And it says uh, the uh, area has to be has to substantially arrest or impair the sound growth of the municipality or county designating the zone, retard the provision of housing accommodations, or constitute an economic or social liability and be a menace to the public health, safety, morals, or welfare in its present condition and use because of the presence of A. A substantial number of some standard slum, deteriorated or deteriorating structures, the predominance of defective or inadequate sidewalk or street layout, faulty lot layout in relation to size, adequacy, accessibility, or usefulness, unsanitary, unsafe conditions, the deterioration of site or other improvements, tax or special assessment delinquency exceeding the fair value of the land, Defective or unusual conditions of title, blah, 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 blah. So that seems kind of reasonable. You know, you want to, if some part of town is being overlooked, you want some money to flow in there and improve it for the the residents who live near there. If you have. I get that, I think. Well, I mean, it's for economic development, is what it's supposed Uh to be. So if you can, if it takes that to encourage development, and if development is not going to occur there otherwise, you know? Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, but the city's just gone crazy with their oh, yeah. tierses. Like, tiers crazy. five. Tiers five, I mean, downtown was never that blighted, you know? But, well, uh, you know, well, some maybe. buildings erupted in the flame spontaneously quote yeah, i'm doing yeah, air quotes well, for the for the listening audience i'm doing air quotes yeah uh um, um maybe but, uh, maybe but um but now okay now downtown well those is going pretty well the most of the buildings that have burned there have done so since the tears was initiated there oh. so, yeah yeah so. <laughs> right so there you go but i mean there was a time there where there was a. Uh, not much happening downtown. Now you have, you know, a credit to Paul Foster. He put a lot of money into mills and a lot yeah. of money into plaza. Correct. Which included, Correct. I believe, federal or state funding for a historic property. Right. Um, you know, there's right. there's buzz. There's a little buzz going on downtown. I don't think people, you know, I was down there last week and there were, there was the putt-putt tournament. And the yeah. volleyball tournament of some kind. Really, there's a volleyball yeah. tournament. Some kind, yeah. Like no, I was down there. I club, went down there for the team. for the Duranguito Pachanga. But, that too. Uh, that too. Uh, but Dead Beach. I mean, you got a lot of things going on. All right. I, it's not a, a stretch to say, hey, I want to start downtown now. Let's go back to the late '90s, early 2000s when this Turs was uh-huh. established. 
yeah, maybe not as great back then. Plaza was boarded up. You know, the Caples building, well, Caples building hasn't changed much <laughs> um, since then. But, you know, now you now it's night and day difference. I mean, back then you probably wouldn't really go downtown unless you're going to the tap. Well, I used to go downtown a lot, and a I'd lot. just go there, and I'd, I'd just well, hang out. Hang out, know? yeah. And uh, uh, I mean, I guess I was in high school in the or, or middle school in the late 90s, so I didn't really go downtown and see what was up back then. You know, uh, but I guess my point being now, maybe that TERS has done its purpose and we can, you right. know, move on. Right. Well, I that. mean, yeah, I don't think, I don't think downtown ever qualified, you know? You don't think so? No, I mean, you know, I mean, there was, uh, and one of the, when they were pushing that, uh, downtown plan, mm-hmm. they said, oh, None of those properties are generating any taxes. That was one of the selling points. Uh, really? Yeah. Because if you own a property, don't you have to pay? Well, yeah, but what I meant is the, the, the value of what the property they said, was what so they low said, that... What they said was they, uh, if we improve downtown, then we will get more money. Then they will generate. But throw a TERS on it, you know. What the TERS really means is that those people are not paying their fair share into the city's right. general fund. You right. know, they're, it goes back into that. Yeah, it goes back terse. into them. And and you know, I mean, I want a TERS. I want a TERS mm-hmm. on my on my house. You mm-hmm. know. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign yeah. up. How about um, Cloud View between Coronado High School and Albertsons? Uh-huh. Can we do a TERS there? That road is one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's, there are no properties on there. There's so no you, properties there. You there. Can generate you'd have to do that Arroyo. You'd have to do that Arroyo. Right. Maybe, maybe the high school, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Uh, like, uh, you know, so TERS, a good tool in the right purpose. Maybe, but they're abusing good tool. it. The city right. has abused it well, that's since, exactly uh, what, I mean. what, 2006, since uh, those progressives got their greedy hooks into, uh, <laughs> into city government. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to put uh, the Texas Tax Code Section 311.005 defining the criteria for reinvestment zones. I'm going to put that up on uh, the website, elchukeno.com, E-L-C-H-U-Q-U-E-N-O.com. I'm going to put that up there on the website so you can go look at it. You, dear listener, can go look at it. And uh, we can talk about it, you know, but here's another ridiculous Turs is uh, 13. 13, they slapped a Turs out there on that land around uh, the what, Butterf- Painted Dunes. Painted Dunes. Painted Dunes. That's another one. So you have two Turs <laughs> around golf courses. And uh, that, that was just desert, you know? So, um, so just for a refresher for the listeners, a Turs is meant for blighted areas. Right. Of that, a city. Si- that will significantly and, impede the city's growth. You know, I could ask a few people, but I don't think mesquite bushes count as blight and creosote bushes. Well, you know, I love the desert. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we all do. I think everyone right. here. All right. I mean, plenty of beach <laughs> here. No shortage. Right. So, no. so talking about turds, that's up off 54. Right. That was part of the land that the city uh, 
traded Paul Foster for that chunk of land off of uh, Paseo del Norte where uh, they were going to put the Great Wolf Lodge. Mm-hmm. You remember that whole Great Wolf, Great Wolf Lodge thing. First, they were going to trade a bunch of land up there off of Trans Mountain, which uh, turned out to be the Lost Dog Trails. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they got that shut down uh, through petitions. P- petitions. Uh, Rick Bonart uh, was uh, instrumental in uh, getting that petition through and making the city abandon their plans to uh, Mm -hmm. develop the Lost Dog Trail. People come from all over the Southwest to ride their mountain bikes there in in Lost Dog. It's one of the coolest things we have about El Paso, that outdoor recreational culture. Right, right. So So, a trade-off, so he got Turs 13. Right. Or he got that property and then... What happened first? Then they slapped the TERS on there? Yes, yes. Know. He petitioned for it, and he got it, and it's uh, uh, 75%, I think it's 75%, TERS for 40 years. Any v- increase in the value of that property is uh, they get to keep it out there. In let me, let me correct you there. Uh-huh. Well, you're close. Um, 52 years. The TERS termination date is in 2070. Wow. I mean, that's a hell of a lot of money year that's after year to stay. So this is, that is 6,800 acres up there in Northeast. So you're going to consolidate all that money right that, there. Right. I mean, God, by 2070, think about with the current rate of sprawl, that's <laughs> going to be like, well, that's central in, El Paso. That's exactly <laughs> what we're talking. We're talking about sprawl, but we're not talking about and, growth. And you know that sprawl right. is a bad thing because it makes uh, the city extend its services further. You know, and uh, we're all paying for that. I suppose uh, that uh, that Turs thirteen, they're only going to get a twenty five percent of the uh, of their share of uh, police services <laughs> and. Uh, Water, right? Right. No, they're going to get all of it. They're going to get 100%. And you, the <laughs> taxpayer, the property owner in El Paso, gets to subsidize it. Well, whatever they get out there, whatever you get for free, whatever you may take a, uh, uh, take uh, advantage of, whatever advantages you pay for, they're going to get 75% off. You know. Well, not only that, if you're a resident out there, El Paso Water is going to be paying or charging you more. For, the, for those services and for that infrastructure. But yet the developers get a... So I, I'm, I'm curious to know how that, how that checks out, how that equalizes itself. Because uh, it seems like then, oh, why would I want to live out here if I'm going to be getting dinged well, I don't think on you're my water bill? Dinged. I mean, we're... Well, no, they are. El Paso Water had a, a deal where if you lived in, in one of those... You know, exurb in the they specifically yeah, zeroed out the northwest and I believe far east. It didn't pass. Oh, it did not pass. It didn't pass. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. well, good. Yeah, well, which no. was where I not good, not it. good. I think uh, you think oh they should be paying. Them. They should be paying them more. They were thinking going to charge them, them more, like eighty nine bucks a month or something like that. Some big number, you know, mm-hmm. for out there because it costs the uh, city, it costs the water utility. 
to uh, end standard services. I mean, the uh, the developers are going to put in sewer lines and water lines, but you know, El Paso water is going to get stuck paying for a water tank. You know, going to get stuck for uh, everything else. Every you know, the electric company too. They get put that development out there on the fringe, and uh, people who live in the inner city have to pay for that development out in the fringe. Mm -hmm. And I swear, I live in the inner city. It does absolutely nothing for me, all that sprawl mm -hmm. out there on the east side or northwest. And um, that's true. But I mean, there's also, you know, if there was room for people to live closer in, so you can't exactly demonize people for, you know, if that's what's available at the price range they can afford. There's plenty you of know, room. There's plenty, there's plenty of room. room. I mean, you know, part of it, one of the arguments they make to charge more out there is to encourage more inner city growth, more inner oh. city development, mm -hmm. more infill development. logic. Because, well, you know, if uh, a house, well... Once I mean, it only works before the house is built. Once the house is built, you can't disincentivize well, you can uh, building You more. can discourage demand for houses out there Not on the true. fringe, though, mm -hmm. you know? And one of El Paso's big problems is all that sprawl. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. why, that's why the buses are always empty, because uh, it's hard to take the bus mm -hmm. anywhere, you know? And, and they have to cover so much area. And there are, I'm sure there are parts of town that aren't serviced by buses at all, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I guess what we're getting back, getting back to the TERS discussion, whether or not they're good or bad, once they f fulfill the objective, they should be ended immediately. Well, that's the deal, too. Downtown can be, you know... Turs 10 is over there by Cimarron. I think if you've been out there, you know it's a bustling right. uh, commercial and residential area now. Probably doesn't need any further, uh, you know, financial uh, support. Right. Or, uh, or, you know, incentive to, to develop more because... And... Yeah. City Bustling. council can pull the plug on those tiers. They, they can shut them down. They yeah, can through, shut them down. Through ordinance, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you, when you hear about all the development, all the growth that's happening in El Paso, they're always pointing to downtown, you know? They're uh, saying, uh, oh, look at this new business here. We got this thing here. Look at what a, a fun time we're having downtown. But it's, it's not really paying for itself, you know? I mean, we're paying for it. And I think that's part of the, uh, part of the problem with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'd like to see them uh, end Tears 5, you know? And people might say, oh, but look at what we've got, you know? And I would say, yeah, but look at what we've paid for it. You know? mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, the strange thing about that Zone 5, too, which is the downtown tiers, I don't think I've mentioned this yet, but uh, you can kind of see what the taxable value is. Maybe we'll get Rich to post this on El Chiquinho, too, I'll put where the you link. can explore all the tiers uh, that are currently active, or at least the ones that the city is disclosing. Um, right. 
you can see the taxable value from 2018 through 2022. And, you know, if you're putting money into property, typically the value of the property goes up. Uh Um, So let me run through these numbers. In 2018, the taxable value of Tiers 5 was $304 million. 2019, $333 million. 2020, 360. Now, here's an interesting thing. 2021, it dips to 352. So that's an $8 million decrease. And then in 2022, dips to 307 million. Right. So, and if we're remembering, Plaza Hotel opened, they had that little issue. They were ready to open in 2020, but due to the pandemic, they delayed slightly. So I think it was late. 2020 or early 2021, I would think that would increase the value in the TERS. Well, it's interesting, and it makes you wonder the effectiveness of the TERS if uh, the taxable value of property in that area is decreasing every year. Right. And it's been decreasing since 2020, according to this chart here. Yeah. Which is crazy, right? They're always mm-hmm. telling us how great downtown is. And then uh, the property values here, according to this City of El Paso GIS website, uh, it's gone down almost uh, more than $50 million since yeah. 2020. And that's at a time when residential, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't own a house, residential yeah. Tax yeah, values crazy. went up. They've gone up a lot. So, yeah. I don't know. Something to think about. Huh. And ask your city council rep, uh, you know, right. the validity of these. Let's see here. There's another page here. So, the total incentive amount down there was, according to the this uh, ArcGIS website, is 2199 million dollars that could go to oh that's just for the plaza hotel yeah crazy pretty good i don't know you know you know those uh tax incentive packages those 380 agreements they call them usually the way they work is the i believe the property owner pays the taxes and then is reimbursed to the city Mm-hmm. So it's not, I mean, so it's kind of hard to find. Right. You know. Yeah, so. Well, that's pretty interesting. Great. Yeah. Something I'm we should I all look into. Something we should. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the lifespan of these TERS is, is just mind-boggling. Several decades. It seems like you could do like. A decade at a time or in five or ten year increments where, you know, you do it, a TERS, you reevaluate it after the ten years. If the developer isn't good on their end, then the TERS ends. I mean, you know, if you're a kid and you don't, you tell your parent that you're going to do your homework and or, or some chores and in exchange, you'll get some allowance, and then you don't do the chores. Well, 
well, then you don't get your allowance. I mean, that's seems like that should be pretty. Well, there's some interesting things here. Uh, You're looking at. I'm looking at. They have eight projects in the tiers, and uh, their development costs and their incentives, like the OT Bassett Towner. Bassett Tower, the A-loft, aloft. How do you say that? The aloft? A-loft? A-loft? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, the total development cost was a little under uh, $3.5 million, and their contractual incentive amount was a little more than $2.5 million. So it looks like they only put a million dollars into it. And I tell you, man, hotels... Hotels, they sound like good business to me because, you know, you just got people coming in and paying it, Hopefully. you know. I mean, it's not as good as a parking lot. I mean, I've always thought parking lot, that's mm -hmm. the business model, you know. Oh, yeah. You get a parking lot, you charge people uh, 10 bucks. If it's just a, a surface parking lot, you charge people 5, 10 bucks to, to uh, park there. And uh, what, every... Uh, Every five years, you put new stripes on it. Every right, ten years, you, you surface coat it, you know? And then uh, it's just money all the time, money all mm -hmm. the time. I, you know, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get some land out in the desert and put a parking lot out there. Nice. You know? Hey, maybe you could get a TERS. I, could, I should get a you TERS, apply, right? Get, yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk to your city council rep. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, if there's going to... That's what they need a TERS for downtown is parking. <laughs> uh, Very interesting here. Yeah, uh, I will put a link to this page on... Uh, on El Chiqueño also. Uh, the Paso del Norte cost uh, $77 million to develop to open it again, and they got uh, $31 million in uh, incentives. Pretty cool. Okay, well, I know we haven't beat this horse to death yet, but nobody likes a dead horse. So why don't we take a break right now, and we'll come back with uh, something at least as equally interesting as taxes. <laughs> okay, uh, you're listening to... Uh, El Chiqueño presents Almost Live uh, today with Ben Ami, and my name is Rich Wright, and Fernie G is out. I think he's either dead or in jail, but, uh, you know, he better be is all I got to say. No, uh, wish him all the best. I don't know what's going on. We'll see him when we see him. Um, but uh, today's episode is brought to you by uh, Black Coffee. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, Twinkies, golden sponge cake with a cream filling, and water. You are 60% water. If you don't like water, you hate yourself. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. Thank you. My name is Rich Wright. This is El Chiqueño Presents Almost Live. I'm here with Ben Ami, and uh, I guess, okay, bye. I guess he's bored you enough for today. Thank you, goodbye. 
Bleib da. See ya. <lacht>